0: Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Do
1: it. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.
0: Couple of items of housekeeping duties here. Uh, C-Cat, are you also going to be present on the home team today at four? Sure am. All right, Christian Cat, Josh Cohen, Christina Costanza, Dean Thomas. Home team four to six here on ESPN one oh six three. Are you extending into six thirty into the college football national championship pregame show? If we are, it's the first I've heard of it. Man, why wouldn't they want to go an extra half hour? I right? don't know, And man. that's not on C Cat. Yeah. Why wouldn't Josh simply say, Hey, can we do the half hour leading into the six thirty coverage start yeah. of the national title game here on ESPN one oh six three? I mean, hell, I'll come back in. I'll do a half hour of nonsense and knock it out. I'll come I'll come I'll come knock that out. Uh, 6.30 pregame for the College Football National Championship game right here on ESPN 106.3. And right around a 7.45 kickoff. If I may say so myself, reasonable start time. Thank you to the College Football Playoff Committee, the least you could do after leaving Florida State out. Oh. And on that note. Oh. Reminder, Theo. Here he goes. Important reminder. Don't do it. My boycott is over. Oh, of course. Because the so undeserveds both, both lost in the semifinals, which means the two teams that deserved to be there are in the national championship game Wisconsin, or Wisconsin, Washington, wrong W state. that's yeah, all right. And Michigan, again, 745 right here on ESPN 1063. As God intended. As God intended. Amen. Yeah. Two Big Ten teams going at it as god
2: intended and florida state would have never they would have never
0: florida state would have they possibly would have also brought alabama to overtime no with now southern miss quarterback Tate Rodemaker did you see <laughs> that over the weekend i did shout
2: out to Tate enjoy hattiesburg shout god that Tate. place sucks i i mean leave been there a lot it's bad i don't i couldn't imagine i mean i get florida state shot before a quarterback you feel like you're going to get your spot taken or whatever I'd rather compete for that job in Tallahassee than just... Go to Southern Miss? Go yes, to Southern Miss. Correct. He made a miscalculation. I sure can't did. believe that. He's a he's a coach's son. He's got to lock in better. He's got to know better. Southern Miss, man. Shout out Boy. Alan Rodemaker. Boy. Uh, Hey, we are four
0: damn days away from the South Florida Fair. Mm. Open it up. My God. Inching closer to the opening to the 2024 South Florida Fair, January 12th. Dive into the fun with this year's fair theme, celebrating ocean and marine wildlife. See a live shark show. Get up close with the sea lions. Plenty more opportunities to enjoy an immersive underwater experience. Quickly, around the room, favorite uh, sea animal is what? what? Come penguin, ping penguin, one, ping penguin! One. Shout day. out, shout out, Antarctica uh, and uh, that region. Yeah. Uh, sea
3: cat, favorite marine animal from the day I was born. It's been a shark, favorite animal entirely. I love sharks. Wow,
0: excellent, excellent. Uh, I'm gonna go with sea turtle. I'm gonna go with uh, with sea turtle. Nice, uh, The oldest or they, one of the oldest. They they can they can get quite old and quite large. Uh, uh, and uh, shout out to uh, to sea turtles. Uh, plus, great fair food and your favorite fair rides. Discount tickets, ride vouchers on sale now at Publix and on line at south florida fair.com the fair opening january 12th it is coming up west palm beach have a whale of a good time at the south florida fair the south florida fair south florida fair.com or get those vouchers at publix uh let's quickly go through some social media here we've been talking about uh what or who do you admit you were most wrong about this nfl season actually before that let's go to joe in jupiter on the theo and stone hello joe
1: what's up guys uh I got a quick apology, which relates to what I was so happily wrong about, which relates to my dog Week Monday. I'll squeeze it all in. There you go. Be quick. All right, my my apology is to my own team, the Dallas Cowboys organization, because I was so wrong in thinking most of the season that there was no chance they were going to be able to catch the Eagles and win the NFC East, especially when just a few weeks ago they were three games back or something like that. So I do want to apologize to the Cowboys. And I was way wrong about thinking that they could. I thought for sure they were going to be going on the road as a wild card, and now we're the number two seed, possibly looking at two home, ga- home games before the NFC Championship game. And all that being said, relates to my dog bleep. It's the happily Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. They looked like the worst team in football yesterday. They did look like dog. Bleak. They had something to. They looked like dog bleep, and they had something to play for still, because through the first half, the Cowboy game wasn't a blowout yet. So they were still playing for something. They looked horrible on both sides of the field. And, uh, I mean, I'm I'm happy for that, as you know. But there, I, squ- I, I squeezed it all in. If I can speak, good Lord, I'm sorry. Man. Hey, it's problem. fine.
0: You still found a way to squeeze thing. it in despite the linguistic issues. Oh, one more thing. Go
1: ahead, Joe. Let's go feet. Y'all have a great day. Yeah.
0: Hey. There we go. Well, well go done. Yeah, there it is. I love it. Joe. Let's go feet. Joe, feeling good on a Monday, dropping oh, yeah. a let's-go feed on us, as God intended. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, so, so, I wanted to, before we get to the social media stuff here, I while having a moment of clarity about the Dolphins, and again, you know how you sit and you try and defend, defend, defend. It could be a family member. Yeah. It could be a friend. It could be, hell, a movie. Right. In the realm we live in, though, for <sighs> me, it's usually teams and athletes, and uh, I am very on the record as being very pro Tua to an extent where I suppose sometimes I make myself seem a little bit silly, um, and maybe to some uh, as if I'm exaggerating the, the abilities uh, and the importance of Tua Tungavailoa. So seeing the way that this season has played out and seeing Tua stay healthy for, for 17 games I gave that less than a 20% chance of actually becoming reality before the season started. I was happily wrong about that. But there is something I have to acknowledge because Tua is coming up on the end of his rookie deal. The Dolphins are going to pick up the fifth-year option of Tua next year. But all summer, we're going to be hearing about extension, 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 especially after Tua led the league in passing yards here. In 2023, going into 2024. All of that would suggest, oh, leading passer in the NFL. That's a franchise quarterback. That's the F word, franchise quarterback. But here's where I'm really conflicted. To me, a franchise quarterback doesn't need the football conditions to be 72 and sunny all the time. Mm. And what I've come to realize with Tua, as soon as as the football conditions go from 72 and sunny to uh, 65 and rainy or 85 in a thunderstorm, there's a little bit of a pass rush on him or his first or second option are taken away, his improvisation is not there. His ability to move and to create, it's not there. If it's not something that has been drawn up If he's having to do the drawing, it becomes problematic and ineffective for Tua. His precision is pristine. His timing is better than anybody in the NFL. But as soon as any of that gets knocked off kilter, he becomes extremely ordinary. To a point where I would almost, if the Dolphins pulled the trigger on a big money extension this offseason feel a little bit of angst over it, and I can't believe I'm saying it. But I'm not quite sure. When I think franchise quarterback, I think guy for the next five, six, seven years or beyond. I don't know if Tua is that guy. And if I'm being consistent, I said the same things over and over and over again about Ryan Tannehill. So I need to be real with myself. If I'm saying that now about Tua, and I was saying the same things about Ryan Tannehill... I'm not ready for a Tua extension, and I suppose what I'm saying is I'm accepting that maybe Tua is not the long-term answer for the Dolphins at quarterback because as good as he is, when things are perfect, he's elite. Yeah. When things aren't perfect for him, when the seas get a little bit rough, he's ordinary, and that's not how you win Super Bowls.
2: You don't want to let a good coach fool you into... A bad contract ask the New York Giants yeah. ask what Brian Dayball did with and this is that's a more extreme scenario right like Tua is better than Daniel Jones
0: right and he would command more money but my problem is how much money does Tua command because if we're talking top three yeah money in the NFL That makes me feel uneasy, especially with the cap situation the Dolphins are going to find themselves in.
2: You you have to, the easiest way to delineate whether or not a franchise views its quarterback as a franchise quarterback is how much they pay him when he hits the market. And you're right. Is he going to be up there with the Burrows, Mahomeses, the Jacksons, the, the even Jalen Hurtses of the world? Because if
0: you lead the NFL in passing, yeah. your agent is telling the Dolphins he needs to be amongst those names that I don't think, me, yeah. this is my football sensibilities, but I don't know if his money belongs there because all those other quarterbacks, they can paint their own picture. But if the picture that Mike McDaniel painted for Tua isn't there and Tua has to create his own art, then there's problems.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of problems, and that's a different category of quarterback. Now we're talking about the Jared Goffs of the world. You know, now we're talking about, I'm trying to think of somebody else in that in that above-average good. I mean, I don't want to say. Jameis? He's better than Jameis. Brock Purdy. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, there we go. Pretty, perfect. Like I don't know why so, uh, James. Yeah, that right. was a crazy. You are know, talking about a backup quarterback? <laughs> I almost that feel can't like Derek Carr's job. Right. I almost now. feel
0: like I need to sit out for like five minutes and scold myself. <laughs> yeah, that
2: was a uh, that was a rough one. Yeah.
0: But no regrets. Like James. No said. regrets. No that's regrets. right. We're just. But hey, I said there's going to be takes. We bowl right through yes. it. Here we go. I was wrong about that.
2: Yeah. There, yeah. Good. Perfect. But I do think that is going to be the biggest. Like that's going to be one of the biggest decisions really in the past couple of decades. And and it's going to you know dictate the trajectory of this Dolphins franchise. How much do you pay to Do you really pay to And how are you able to work that roster around him? because he's not a fifty million dollar a year guy? Is he thirty five? I would say so. Yeah, but can you can you convince him and his but, agent that he's thirty five million but a year guy?
0: Fifty is going to be the number yeah. that they're going to ask for. Yep. Fifty is going to be that magic number in yeah. that neighborhood.
2: The, the, ask all you want.
0: The basic question is: Can you envision Tua? as the future, and I suppose what I've realized is that I find that question to be difficult for myself to answer, which I think for me in regards to Tua says everything I need to know about how I feel about Tua,
2: right? He's a lot better when you don't have to pay him $50 million. Uh, Because once you have to pay Tua like that, then you have to start making the tough decisions that the Chiefs had to make when they had to let Tyreek Hill walk. Yeah. It just sucks because I feel like with these with these things,
0: I I feel like I'm coming off like such a fraud though. Like I and whatever, it's whatever. It's genuine. What you're going through is a genuine process. I've spent three years though pounding the drum for Tua and all the detractors and calling people out. And now as I sit here on what the hell is the date? The the eighth. The eighth of January 2024. I have serious questions, it appears. And it sucks. It's by the way, by the way uh with it being january 8th happy birthday to my beautiful wife there we go happy birthday to my beautiful wife vivian uh turn in i'm not gonna give her age i don't know i, I don't think she'd be upset about that but i'll it's just Leave good it. form yeah. yeah um but uh she is uh she's around the neighborhood of myself age-wise and i'll say banging body uh curvy and thick in the right places Whew.
2: man is she aged well happy uh- birthday baby I was, I was going to see if we get a Jupiter Joe uh, drop right there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
3: sure why the hell not. Why the hell not? Let's
1: go feet. There we go. <laughs> I,
3: you got to ask yourself some questions, Theo, if that's the first thing you thought of when you thought someone yeah. describing see, like a beautiful woman. Theo, in
0: the- <laughs> Theo, he tried to deny it last week that he wasn't a
2: feet I, yeah. guy.
3: I'm not a foot guy. Let's but I
2: th- I think he's got a little bit of something. I'm not. I'm not a foot guy. It's because Jupiter Joe. Who was he describing when he went? Let's go feet. His wife. He was describing the all body right, of his wife, and right. that's where he I went.
3: To, you know, that's too inside baseball. Like know, someone had to listen know, really hard for that connection. I, I think he got something going on inside of you. It might Theo. be me. I'll have yeah. to look
2: at the man in the mirror and decide that for myself. <laughs> all so.
3: I know is he's towing that line. Oh, mm. not, uh, uh-huh.
2: uh,
0: <laughs> what or who do? You, oh, that was good too. Uh, who or what do you admit you were most wrong about this NFL season? Jeff says the Jets. I live in jersey so i see more coverage than i care to i thought they'd be able to lean on that defense even after Rodgers got hurt i was wrong and that defense will never be the 85 bears because they're incredibly undisciplined
3: that's just denial right like no how much we talked about the jets this offseason it can't just all be done after four snaps three snaps that's yeah. just denial there's no way he actually but that defense
2: thought. was supposed to be able to carry the day i was i was listening to a, a they podcast. are undisciplined I wish I could attribute this, and it was a really it was a high level podcast. But I remember in the preseason, I was listening to a podcast that compared this Jets defense to the Ray Lewis, Ed Reed Ravens defenses, and they were like, "Yo, it might even be better. Like, there's that much talent. The front seven is that dominant. The backside is so good and clean and precise, and they're coached so well. They're going to contend with that level of Ravens defense in the early 2000s. How that coaching go this year? Yeah, yeah, abysmal. So I'm just saying like the hype was there. I get why somebody from that area who probably heard all of the, all of the uh, pontificators and all of the people that are doing this and get paid well for it, praising that Jets defense, but they got out there and it's also 2024. Good defense gets beat by better offense all the time. Yeah.
0: Uh, Roundhead says Stroud. I was wrong about him. I didn't see it coming out of college, but he's got it. He'll be a top five quarterback in the league in the near future. Is he right Uh, now?
3: I I, wait. Top five right right now, right now, right now. No, injured I, or uninjured. I would say this though. All right, so maybe not top five. In a
0: perfect vacuum of uh, quarterback health,
2: yep, yeah, everybody's no. healthy. Are there four quarter? Is there five quarterbacks you're taking before him? All right, let's do it. We let's do it. Let's Lamar have Jackson.
3: Fun. Right, I take Lamar Jackson. Yep. You take Lamar. Undoubtedly, we take Patrick Mahomes. Everyone in the room would do that. Well, yep. Is is Lamar quarterbacky enough?
2: I don't know. That's man. The question. That's, well, it depends on who you ask. There's a split,
0: mm-hmm. split decision
2: on that. Mm-hmm. I would take Josh Allen. Lamar Allen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we have Lamar Allen who?
3: Lamar Allen Mahomes. 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 And you also got to go with... Joe Burrow. Do you? I, do would you? T- I would take Joe Burrow. Do you, you have, have to, go to go with Joe, with Joe Burrow? Burrow? I agree with Theo yeah. on this. Do I don't do you? know
2: because what C.J. Stroud did this year in his first year in the league with Nico Collins and Tank Dale versus Joe Burrow. The only times we've seen him in the past and three four even years, he hasn't had Tank
0: Dell for the last six weeks.
2: Colin, without Tank Dale, and no. he's made the playoffs in his rookie season with a team that last year struggled to win three games. Whereas Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. Uh, they've had a slew of tight ends come through. Zach Taylor's supposed to be a good play caller, and he's been good. He had that one run to the AFC Championship game. He's been good. I don't know. I think there's a good question there. C.J. Stroud or Joe Burrow? There's a. I'm not saying he surpassed him already, but who would I want? All right. So, but say fine.
0: We have Burrow in there, but Stroud. So you've got so Lamar, Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, Stroud. Because who else is in that conversation? Herbert will be the only other one that would get brought up. I'll take C.J. Stroud over Justin Herbert. I will too.
3: Dak Prescott. No, no, I'll take C.J. Stroud I'll over Dak Stroud. Prescott as well. I'm just saying we're looking at MVP odds right now, and like I mean, Brock say Purdy's otherwise.
0: top six in MVP yeah. odds right now, and
2: what? I'll take Stroud over Purdy any day of my life. And also, you know, C.J. Stroud's what, 22, 23? Yeah. I think we're we're factoring in the age part of it as well. Right, like right now though, so maybe next year, maybe the year after that, well, I would I'm definitely taking C.J. Stroud. It's one of those. It's more of a question of who would you want. Like you're building your franchise okay, today. Yeah. Which how many quarterbacks would you take before you picked
3: CJ Stroud? It's a better question than I thought it was gonna be five minutes ago. You're right. I would I mean, say CJ Stroud is there. Yeah. Look at what he's done with I just what feel he like has. If you plug CJ Stroud into Justin
0: Herbert's spot with the Chargers, oh my just based goodness. on what he's done this oh. year, his rookie year, your second halves, your fourth quarters are going a lot better for you than if you had Justin Herbert at quarterback.
2: Look at what he's like, Devin Mulder Singletary looked like a wash. Like, and this is a local guy, a guy that we watch heavily out here, like couldn't do much at all with the Bills over the past few years. With Josh Allen, he's broken out a lot more with C.J. Stroud. Nico Collins, the past two years have been irrelevant. Now he looks like a, a surefire number one receiver. Tank Dell was a, a what a third yeah. round pick, yeah, and he looks like a great number two. Like C.J. Stroud has elevated that team in a way that I don't think anybody saw happening or coming. And I, as a Patrick Mahomes guy, as a Chiefs guy, that's the dude I'm most afraid of going forward. Versus the Josh Allen or even a Joe Burrow. Uh,
0: and Voss says, the Detroit Lions, I was wrong about them. I did not expect them to be contenders. See, I did. Yeah. I did. I don't think that was a surprise. You want to get a little spicy? Matt Stafford comes home, beats the Lions. How oh, about that? Uh, How do you feel about that? I can see it, Why too. don't you
3: try that on for size, huh? That's my surprise team in all the playoffs.
2: I guess the
0: Rams. Rams
3: I can see the Rams making a serious run in the NFC. That'll I don't hate crazy.
0: it. I don't hate it.
2: I don't hate it. I like the spiciness in the entire thing. I got to see, like, the defense is... Like, I think that's the one flaw where it's like, I got to see what happens when they really go up against elite talent in a game that really matters. Is The Rams' defense is a big question mark, but offensively, they can hang with
3: anybody. Uh, So many question marks in that conference. I feel like the Niners showed the vulnerability. The Eagles obviously showed the vulnerability. It could happen. Uh, The thing with the Eagles...
0: The thing with the Eagles is that while the Dolphins is frustrating and underwhelming and they're likely going to lose on Saturday and you feel badly about how the final month of the season has gone again, the Dolphins don't feel like, uh, you don't feel nearly as bad about them going into the playoffs as you do the Eagles, in my opinion. Because the, the Eagles are, the Dolphins have been so wrought with injuries, things have piled up, it's obviously going to have an effect. The Eagles have just outright become incompetent. They don't have any answers, mm-hmm. no matter what they do. And yes, are they hurt? Sure. Do they have their core players still around them? Absolutely. Uh, and then they they they. I mean, you could say the Dolphins quit in Baltimore, but they quit yesterday. They quit yesterday yeah. against a far inferior team. Yes. At least the Dolphins were in Baltimore. the The, the Eagles looked uncompetitive. Yeah. Non competitive against the Giants in a game that still meant something. For them. And there's no answers. And there was the panic move to bring in Matt Patricia to call the defense, what, four weeks ago at this point? They don't have a path. I think the Eagles. As equally as the Dolphins are going to come into the playoffs and just get listlessly booted from the proceedings, but the Eagles situation feels a lot worse than the Dolphins one does.
3: With those matchups in terms of momentum, right? the Buccaneers almost feel like they shouldn't be here for a different reason than the Eagles. Because they play in the NFC South? Yeah, House money. Somebody had to make it. Yeah, somebody had to get in. House money, you're feeling down on yourself. The Buccaneers could easily upset the Eagles at home in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. The Dolphins you're looking at a Chiefs team that also feels kind of low about themselves at this moment in time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I the Eagles, like there's nothing going for them right now. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely
0: nothing. And uh, boy, if if Baker takes him down, I it, feel good for
3: that guy. Did we
2: get an answer on AJ Brown too? Is he Did, did anything come out what, what was the results? Cuz he know. went down with yeah, that he went the knee, knee injury, injury.
3: Oh, that's right. And I, I haven't heard I anything. I don't
2: think they've since. they've had any results come back if, yet. I can guarantee you, if AJ Brown isn't playing on what Saturday, Saturday Sunday? See, or they got uh, the Monday game.
3: Yeah, they got the Monday game.
2: If AJ Brown isn't playing, I, I, the Eagles have no shot. Yeah, yeah. It,
3: Bakers won a playoff game before with the Browns against the Steelers. Yeah, You could do it again. Yeah, I
2: forgot all about that. One.
3: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, when we come
0: back, uh, Coach Sala, why don't you why don't you lead us in here? Um,
1: no.
0: <laughs> A Dog Bleed Monday is on the way. First, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care as offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Have you seen something, read something, or have you overheard something that was absolute dog bleep in relation to sports over the weekend? Well, this is your chance to get it off your chest, to unleash it. Into the stratosphere. It is a dog bleat Monday when we come back. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Christian Cat. I'm Ken Lavica, Lavica, Theo and Stone, ESPN 1063.
1: From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica Theo and Stone on ESPN 1063.
0: Hey, real quick. Get on your phone, go to YouTube, and I want you to subscribe to ESPN West Palm Play. ESPN West Palm Play, we are revolutionizing local sports coverage here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Gone are the days where you have to stay up till 11.50 at night Mm. to see the local sports. Uh Uh-uh. One click of a button, subscribe, ESPN West Palm Plus. Play. Sorry. ESPN West Palm Play for free for free, and all that same news right there for you in easily consumable content. YouTube.com slash at ESPN West Palm. YouTube.com slash at ESPN West Palm. ESPN West Palm Play. Subscribe, don't miss out, and be part of the local sports content revolution that we are putting on for you right here at ESPN West Palm. Uh, Coach Sala, could you please do the honors as we begin another edition of Dog Bleep Monday. Um
1: it
0: was every Monday we take the opportunity to gather what we have seen, we have read, or we have heard over the weekend in sports, something where you sit back and you say to yourself, My God, mm. what a load of dog bleep. We do it every Monday here on LaVica Theo and Stone. And we might as well begin with something that happened earlier today. You'll never believe the source of this. Aaron Rodgers, final press conferences of the year for all the Jets' major players in 2023 into 2024. Aaron Rodgers meeting with the media for the final time this season after the Jets' year ended yesterday. And Aaron Rodgers, in this press conference, was asked about what, what the team, the Jets, what they need to do to turn things around, how he as a veteran can help lead the way and help people understand how to conduct themselves to be better in 2024. Here is the wise Aaron Rodgers.
2: Anything that doesn't have anything to do with winning needs to be assessed. So anything in the in the this building that we're doing individually or collectively that has nothing to do with real winning needs to be assessed. Everything that we do has to have a purpose, too. When you step in the building, there's intentionality with everything that you do. And it's not a half-the-time thing. It's not a sometimes thing. It's not a most-of-the-time thing. It's an every-time thing. If you want to be a winning organization and to put yourself in a position to win championships and be competitive, everything that you do matters. And the bullshit that has nothing to do with winning needs to get out of the building.
0: Aaron Rodgers has the gall to be talking about all the bull bleep that has nothing to do with winning, needs to get out of the building. Mm. When the only times we've talked about Aaron Rodgers this season is when he's peddling his latest conspiracy theory, or he's preaching to the woke mob, or his latest headline-inducing nonsense, all but accusing Jimmy Kimmel... Of being a pedophile. Mm. Do those things, in your mind, Theo, do those things contribute to winning? Do they have anything to do with winning and competing? Football games? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, They they probably don't have any business around the Jets, but Aaron Rodgers, he brings that into the building. He brings that into the building because... Aaron Rodgers can't help himself because he loves attention. Loves it, loves it, loves it. and Oh, but Ken, he's not in the building. He's, well, he will be next year when he's playing and he's doing his Tuesday Pat McAfee show appearances from in the building. But even despite that, Aaron Rodgers, when he says these things, then his teammates have to speak for it. Mm. Then his teammates get asked about it. This, I bleep you not, the same press conference this morning where Aaron Rodgers said, all the bull bleep that it doesn't contribute to winning needs to leave the building. Needs to leave the building. I bleep you not. This is Aaron Rodgers when asked about his comments about Jimmy Kimmel from last week. Is
1: that any further the press about what you're yeah, I'm going to talk about it tomorrow on the show.
2: Tune in.
0: So, despite wow. all of that, Aaron Rodgers, role model. Get the bull bleep to the, wow. the, that, that has nothing to do with winning. Out of the building. That is how we get better. That's how we build a cohesive unit. That's how we build a Super Bowl champion. Same press conference. Oh, uh, hey, want to hear me talk about Jimmy Kimmel again? Tune in tomorrow to the Pat, Maffey, Pat McAfee show. Um, what a clown. Dumb. What a clown. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, multi-time participant here in a dog bleep Monday. Theo, what's your contribution?
2: I like that. You know, at least he's following suit of his coach. His coach is all about Dog Leap Monday, and then Aaron Rodgers is the one that steals the show. Mm-hmm. Good job. Mm-hmm. Uh mine is gonna have to go to none other than the newly reinstated Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors. I
0: What did he miss? Twelve games? Twelve uh, games?
2: Twelve games. Twelve, 12 games, games out after um I guess the choke hold and then the Getting kicking. Punchy. And then the punching and then yep. all of the other, you know, escapades Draymond Green has gone on. So after all of this Draymond Green is reinstated by the NBA. Got some counseling, apparently. Got some counseling, had some time away from the team and from basketball. And naturally, before he returns to play and before we see what the Warriors look like inserting Draymond Green back in, he has to jump on his podcast, The Draymond Green Show. And on The Draymond Green Show, we learned a lot of different things. One of them is that at at some point during this uh, suspension, this indefinite suspension, Steve Kerr. Actually pulled up to Draymond Green's house and they sat together and they cried together and they um, acknowledged that this should not be the way that the Warriors end this dynastic run. And this should not be the way that Draymond Green ends his should-be Hall of Fame career, right? And we could all agree to that. Yeah, no doubt. Nice for some brothers to share some tears. Uh, And then Draymond Green, well, I'll just have you listen to uh, yourself He shares his conversation that he had with the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver.
1: I had a conversation with Adam Silver, commissioner of our league. I just told him, Adam, it's too much for me. Like, this is too much. It's all becoming too much for me. (laughs) And I'm going to retire. And Adam said, ah, you're making a very rash decision. Mm. And I won't let you do
2: that. You know, we had a long, great conversation. Very helpful to me. Very thankful. Yeah. Uh, to play in a league with a commissioner like Adam, uh, who's more about helping you than hurting you or helping you than punishing you or, you know, he's more about the players. How about you be more about basketball than wrestling? Right. It, how in the hell can you be Draymond Green? And as a serious grown adult with kids, mind you, uh, with responsibilities. Should have some accountability and sit here and say, Adam Silver, Commissioner of the League, my very employer. This is too much. This is well, what is too much, Draymond. You're you're what's you're, too much, right? He, you're the one with the self-inflicted wounds. Rudy Gobert had a small, inter, uh, you know, inter, what do you call it, altercation with yeah. your team, and you ran over from across the court, un-uninvoked, put, put him in a sleeper hole, and put him in a sleeper for like thirty seconds. What about that was too much? Was it them or was it you? I don't understand how a guy like him can play the victim and and try and get out in front of things and say oh I threatened to retire but Adam Silver talked me out of it. It feels like he learned nothing from the past from the 12 game suspension and whatever therapy and sessions he's done since. It feels like he's learned absolutely nothing and I have zero faith that Draymond Green closes this thing out the right way because the next time his his temper flares the next time somebody says the wrong word around him, or if he sees any kind of quote unquote disrespect to a teammate, he's gonna flip out, he's gonna choke somebody, kick somebody in the lower section, uh-huh, uh, in the or, package. Or, or 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 punch a dude straight up, or punch right. a dude straight up in his face. Right. Draymond Green, your apology, the suspension, the reinstatement of it all, and the end of your career, as Robert Sala would say. Um yeah,
3: <laughs> He's trying to make himself a sympathetic figure. I don't. I, nobody needs that. This we, is hard for me. Just so you guys know, like the, the saying, "Like I know a lot of victims in the situation, but don't forget about me. Don't forget yeah. about me.
0: I almost,
2: I almost retired. This is too much. Feel bad for me, please. What is too? What is too? Yeah, much? what is too much? He needs to have a second person on right. that damn podcast with right. him. Some people don't deserve monologue.
0: Because also too, if it was too much, his mental health, his issues, if that was too much, I'm saying twelve games ain't fixing it's that. It's not. Buddy. Twelve games ain't fixing that. I'm just saying. That
2: nothing's I don't expect anything to change if that's if you did twelve games and then guys, your response is there was too much. This
0: was too much. This was too much. What the hell do you mean? But then the commissioner talked me out of it. Thank God I'm back, right? Yeah right? Just please applaud. Uh Keep your hands to yourself Devante in Atlanta here on Lavica, Theo and Stone. What's up, Devante?
1: Hey, uh, how y'all doing? i what love up? so. I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to say this is a day we should all rejoice. We should (laughs) celebrate. I haven't been this happy since the Super Bowl.
0: What what has you? What has you pleased, Devante? What has you so happy today? So let me ask you, Devontae, You yeah. went through the holiday season. I'm assuming surrounded by loved ones, uh, caught up in the holiday spirit. Arthur Smith gets fired <laughs> late last night. Has this exceeded any feeling you felt during the holiday season?
1: I'm, let me tell you this. Today
3: <laughs> is my daughter's birthday. Shout out, Maddie. More happier.
2: About Arthur Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Devontae. Oh, man. appreciate
0: the call, Devontae.
3: Arthur wow. Smith, greater than daughter's birthday. Devontae yeah. in Atlanta. <laughs> Especially the way he went out. John with the coach of the Saints are about oh, yeah. mad. Can, getting straight up butt hurt. The yeah. definition of it about the touchdown late in that game. So,
2: Oh, man.
3: I get why Arthur Smith was upset
0: because... You're, not that not that the 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 Saints ran a play to score in garbage time to further uh just twist the knife but it's fake spike into running the play oh, yeah uh or not fake spike fake Neil fake Neil into yeah. running the play uh that sucks I could see where he'd be upset but to me that reaction was more I know I'm getting fired oh, yeah. than what the hell Dennis Allen I, I'm sure he was upset with Dennis Allen and I'm not for any coach saying, oh, why are you running it up? But that was a Bush League way to do it. That not, I actually think there's more of a problem with Dennis Allen having Jameis Winston going rogue yeah. and the team going rogue calling that play. Jameis admitted to it after the game. Hey, that was not Dennis Allen's yeah, uh, orders. That We just did that. That's actually a really bad look on Dennis Allen. And then Arthur Smith, I think him being mad, that was more a reflection of, yeah, I'm getting fired and I'm pissed off about it.
2: A hundred percent. Also, Dennis Allen has never seen this much screen time nationally than his whole tenure with the Saints. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can keep thinking about is, man, Dennis Allen's getting a lot of TV time. I've he's We talked about most nondescript coaches yep. in yep. the NFL. He, he's right up there, even though everybody knows his name. His face gets shown very little. Palm Beach County,
0: uh, if you don't have the Peacock app, you can't watch the Dolphins playoff Ooh. game on Saturday. There is no TV in this area for the Dolphins playoff game unless you have the Peacock app. You know who does have the Peacock app? You know who is
2: showing the game? Duffy Sports Grill. It is your football headquarters all season long. Because of those 80 different televisions, you best believe that Dolphins game is going to be on at your nearest Duffy Sports Grill this Saturday when you got nowhere else to watch it. Do not get that subscription. Instead, pull up to a Duffy sports grill, two for one drinks all day, every day, any day, especially on Saturday. And of course they have the new sauces that just got rolled out. Garlic, Parmesan, golden barbecue and Caribbean jerk. Those are lathered perfectly on those award winning wings. And you can't forget about the delicious savory burgers. Duffy sports grill has everything you would want for a viewing pleasure or sports or also just having a good time at a good old sports bar. There's 80 TVs in every location. No better place to spend your weekend at Duffy's. Our game is always on.
0: Our favorite NFL play of the weekend when we return. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Christian Cat. I'm Ken Levick. Levick, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our
2: hands together for
1: this From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levick, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.
0: You and I maintain that C.J. Stroud, you can make a legitimate argument in a perfect quarterback health vacuum. C.J. Stroud, top five quarterback NFL.
1: Yes.
2: Yes.
0: Hey, I would, I would, and I God, I hate to say this, I would take him over Tua. Oh, yeah. I would take him over Tua.
2: I don't even think it takes much, you know, obviously it's a reckoning for you more, but for a lot of people, it's like, yeah. And, 100%. And, oh, healthy. Well, I mean, Please.
0: Tua's had his head bounced off the turf like C.J. Stroud did yep. uh, earlier this year as well, and he's come back. My favorite play from the NFL weekend was Saturday when the Texans punched their ticket to the postseason, beating the Colts. This, a 75-yard score opening throw to Nico Collins from C.J. Stroud on ESPN.
1: Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool cool,
2: yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning.
1: As Stroud, little play action to start. Good protection. Airs it out for Collins. He's got it. One play. Touchdown, Texans.
0: And uh, hearing the highlight doesn't do justice to just how rocket of a throw that was. I mean, it's just perfect. It's one of those things where you see it, and if you're sitting on the couch, maybe you want to Rub up against the armrest a little bit. It made mm. you feel something. Mm. All right, that was weird. It's okay.
2: Hey, but that. Let it overtake you. That
0: was an unbelievable throw. And my favorite play of the weekend CJ Stroud, 75 yards to Nico Collins. At the coolest moment of the week, presented by EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. That's how you get a hold of them. Become a member of. The Gold Club, that's what Theo is, and they're coming in, checking your AC multiple times throughout the year, making sure everything's running smoothly. Good time to do it with the temperatures a little cooler. Air quality needs, they handle that. Plumbing needs, they handle that. They are locally owned and operated, family owned and operated, and they service Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. EDS is yes. Just remember that. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Don't forget, national championship game tonight, 630 coverage start 745, kickoff. That's Theo. That's
2: Christian Cat. I'm Ken Lavica. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.